This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane. I'm back, baby, and I'm here with Chris Valente. Chris, hello. Back, baby, back with baby. You are back um, with baby. I am back with a baby. Nolan Roberts Crane was born on September 5th at 4.46 p.m. at Women and Infants Hospital in Providence, Rhode Island. Yay! Congratulations, Mazeltov. All the words you got, your boy. Get him on the roster. <laughs> we uh, we jokingly said we're going to schedule live double vasectomies for all you <laughs> there. Now we have a boy and a girl. We're done. Uh, we're done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Done. Time to move on. My wife is definitely done. Um, and it was. You know, if you think guys are tough, watch a woman have a baby. It's unbelievable. I don't know how it works. No, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't want to know because my first was born through C-section, right? So it's basically surgery to remove the kid, and then this one was born traditionally. And holy mackerel, what a different experience! Uh yes, I have not done the C-section. I, I but there is nothing or any video or anything, any anecdotal evidence someone can tell you about what you are about to see happen in that delivery room. <laughs> it's a out of body experience watching a human come out of another human and have them survive to tell about it. Because if that ever happened to a male, we'd be dead. <laughs> so it's insane. They so, are troopers. So one of the things that I got was a lot of people asked me about where the name came from. Nolan. We'll get to that. After we hear from our good friend, Mr. Greg Olson. This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, from its origins as an obscure, overlooked blocking role to the versatile superstar position that it is today. I'll explore the evolution of the position through conversations with some of the all-time game-changing tight ends. And just like the incredible tight ends we sit down with on my new show, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. All right. So, Chris, I've gotten a lot of questions about where did the name Nolan came from? Because I guess it's not really that normal, right? It's not like Joseph or Chris or uh, Rob, I right? I don't think it's a... Uh abnormal name in this day and age i think it's actually one of the more by the book normal names compared to some of the things you hear now in 2020 so i wasn't like oh nolan what's up with that that seemed you didn't go too far off the spectrum yes it's not a chris mike or john but it's not like some of the other stuff that some people are like oh right. okay i so um i get a lot of questions like is it a family name i said it's not so here's how it came out i find this story interesting and 
I went, but when, um, so we didn't know if it was a boy or girl. And when my daughter was born, we didn't know if it was a boy or girl. So we had names chosen, right? Um, my wife always loved the name Madeline. So that would have been our girl name for obviously Maddie, who was here, right? So this is back in 2016. I'm rolling the clock back to 2016. And I'm telling people in my office saying, you know, what are your names cho- chosen? What are your chosen names? And uh, we said, you know, Madeline, if it's a girl. And I've always wanted Jake, Jacob uh, as a boy name. And I was telling some colleagues of this in the ticket office at McCoy Stadium. And one of the guys um, I um, one of the guys I work with says, uh, that's a good name. He's like, you know what name I always liked? Nolan. And I was like, huh, it's kind of a good name. And then I was like, yep, yeah, but we got Jake, no problem. So then two years later, one of my wife's good friends had a son, named it Jake. Oh, yeah, right. So yep. Lost that name. Names off the board. So I say, okay, um, aim. So we were talking about names and I said, aim, uh, what about this name? What about Nolan? And she's like, I love that name. That's the name. Let's go. So all because of a colleague I used to work for, who used to work for me, um, picked the name and I loved it. So that's how it came about. So you can thank Nick Naradoe who used to sell group tickets for us uh, back in 2016. That's awesome. No, I, the first thing I think of, because I it's ingrained in my head, is that name is Nolan Ryan. So hopefully he grows up to be a beast of a – he's already a big boy. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully he grows up to be a freight train express like Nolan Ryan and beats the crap out of Rob Ventura on a mound one day. But that's the immediate <laughs> that's the immediate name I think of is Nolan Ryan. The Ryan Express is Nolan Yeah, Ryan. that's what we get a lot is that everyone goes, great baseball name. And I was like, yeah, it's not really what we were going for, but thanks, I guess. No, Arenado. So another another – MVP type caliber player. So your son should probably already get the mitt and the bat and you'd be good to go. So congrats again. Best news of the past 2020 because 2020 has been what it is, but nothing better than having a beautiful, healthy baby boy. Did I ever tell you that I have great uh, presidential election years? Not has anything to do with politics, but just of every four years of those have been extraordinary since 2000. For in terms of like jobs and kids and marriages and stuff like everything happens in election years for me in 2000 um you know not only i graduated high school but also moved out of the hellhole that was alabama right <laughs> you can also say started college 2004 graduated college and also had my internship with the houston texans 2008 i got married 2012 i got the job in scranton to become the president of the yankees AAA affiliate uh, 2016, uh, my daughter was born along with, um, you know, moving back to new England and starting my job with the Pawtucket Red Sox. And then 2020, another son, I have a, not, not another son. My son was born election years, man. So Talk you, about some good year for Rob Crane. So it's gonna be quiet for you for the next four years. So yeah, uh, <laughs> the years before election years usually kind of suck. Uh, but, um, so it, everything ebbs and flows. So the next 2024, something big is going to happen. Uh, all right. We'll mark it down. Four years from now when we're doing our, our five-year anniversary, we'll, we'll be talking about that. Write it down. Write it down. But anyway, uh, besides having kids um, or a kid, there's been, some, uh, there's been some interesting sports news that's been going on. I've been trying to keep up with it between contractions and, uh, hmm. and labor. Uh, but – 
you know, there's a lot of things going on. My first thing kind of goes to um, minor league baseball. Um, one of our former uh, our former guests uh, has retired. Pat O'Connor, the president and CEO of minor league baseball, has retired. Uh, and there, uh, I think we shared this on our social. There is some giant changes going on. We've talked about this a lot in minor league baseball. The the CMO uh, David Wright. Uh, has just uh, has left and moved on to uh, USA Soccer to be their chief business chief commercial chief commercial Co- officer. commercial commercial yeah chief commercial officer, um, and you know there's obviously giant significant changes happening in minor league baseball and um, you know who knows where this all actually you can kind of see where it's all heading, but um, you know Pat was a Pat was a good guy. Uh, Pat always kind of told you how it is. I thought his interview that I did with him, this was back a year ago because it was during the national championship game, um, in minor league, the minor league baseball national championship game. And he was always very candid. He always kind of told you how it was. He's always good to me. Um, you know, he's got a, he had a couple of lines in there that I'll always, uh, always remember, you know, it's kind of the, he said, uh, uh, God gave you uh, two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? So do twice as much listening as you do speaking. Um, And then one of the ones that he said, he goes, don't sit um, when you're having breakfast, don't think about what you're having for dinner. And that was kind of the present moment awareness of, you know, can't worry about what's going to happen. Just kind of take care of what you're doing now. Um, So Pat was always been a good teacher of mine. Um, And I remember Pat, uh, talk to him like he's dead. He's not dead, <laughs> but you know, just uh, retiring. Right. But, uh, but Pat, I remember I was young and I was in, uh, my first, you know, one of the minor, either the winter meetings or the promo seminar or something. And, uh, uh, Pat was in the elevator. I said, uh, Mr. O- Mr. O'Connor, it is, uh, it is nice to meet you. And, uh, my name's Rob Crane and I probably was working in Omaha at the time and I work for the Omaha Royals. And uh, he goes, uh, he goes, please call, uh, nice to meet you, Rob, but please call me Pat. Uh, and he's always been uh, really good to me. And I would uh, intro him during the uh, business of baseball seminar at the baseball winter meetings uh, when I was the MC of that. So uh, Pat was always great to me. He was always great to me. Let's see where this minor league baseball business goes. Um, but we'll... Um, We'll see, but Pat was a Pat was a good guy. But lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of changes happening um, with the minor league baseball, major league baseball uh, relationship. Yeah, I think the Pat interview for anybody that's young and looking to get the guidance from someone who's more seasoned and been around the sports industry and helped grow minor league baseball to what it is is an, is an amazing interview. I think to your point, he has a lot of those. Uh, Idiosm, idiosyncrasies where he's talking about the, the, the two ears, the one mouth, which my old CEO used to be big on. So I, I would highly recommend any young person who is looking for some kind of guidance mentor at, a, at an older level to go listen to that interview again, because he was a wealth of knowledge, but also just gave some great tips on how to be professional in our business, because that's always the biggest struggle people face, right? Is you come out of a 2021 party situation in college and then you jump into a front office of a sports team and it's like we've always said it's nothing like any other business it's the most least corporate place typically to work and you're surrounded by a lot of other young folks 
So it's easy to kind of get lost in that world where some structure at that age isn't the worst thing. I can't even imagine what work from home is doing to people right now. Oh, but no way. It's definitely, uh, it's good to hear from folks like Pat who provided some great, great advice on what to do while you're young and survive the minor league world and, and, and prosper. Speaking of the minor league world, Rob. And prospering? And prospering. Okay. Front office features fund. Yes, huge. We are at $3,500 already. We only have $1,500 to go to get to our goal. And again, our goal is just the beginning. So thank you to everybody who has donated, shared. We have 65 shares, which is great, but we, we need more donors. So whatever you can do, $10, $5, we don't care. Please go donate and help your brethren, especially with the news that's coming out around what's going on today in minor league baseball. We don't know who else will be affected by this in the short term. Do whatever you can to help out, pitch in, give back. Yeah, yeah. go to GoFundMe.com, search front office features. It'll pop right up. Um, again, share, but we could use def- uh, donations. Uh, only $1,500 away from reaching our goal, which is just the beginning, um, and then we'll be ready to rock and roll. So, um, And we can give this all, all to bat. Um, and uh, we can't wait to give it to bat and uh, give it to Eric and all the watch him give it to all the great people um, that definitely, definitely, definitely deserve it. Yeah. If, and if you're one of these people that are listening and you're in search of that help, go, go on to, to Bat's website and look at the grant process. Yep. Uh, start going through that now. You don't even need to wait for us because we get it. There's people struggling and it's okay to ask for help when you need it because every one of us at some point in our lives will need help. A, uh, amen. That was a, uh, uh, I'm very proud of what we're doing with that. And um, there's been a lot of good people, a lot of presidents of teams who have donated. Um, there's been colleagues of mine that have donated. Uh, I'm just super thankful. I think um, our mom's donated. Oh, yeah. My mom donated. My mom my donated mom too. Done. Yeah. I think our mom's donated. So look. That's hey. that's what good mothers do. Yes. Yes. And we, we obviously donated too. We donated. Front Office Futures donated. So Whatever you can, please help out, pitch in, give back because people need it right now. That's true. That is very true. That is very true. But um, before we get to uh, the rest of our show, the one thing that I always could use that I love, have you ever used DoorDash? I have multiple times. Uh, I think DoorDash, I, I, in all honesty, I have all of them. Uh, but DoorDash, I love, uh, I think I enjoy the most. I DoorDash can deliver Chipotle, and I love Chipotle. Are you a Chipotle guy? Yes, I do love Chipotle. I, I'm a I'm a like Chipotle. I think Chipotle is severely overrated. What? Why? I I, I just for the hype it gets. I think it's fine. Like I like it. Like I think it's good. I don't. Did you ever have Pancheros? Have you ever had Pancheros? No. Do you, do you know what Pancheros is? No. One of the things that does annoy me when you get a burrito is that they put it all together. And then they wrap it up, which is fine. But like, if like you'll get like a giant bite of like just guac or just salsa, and it's not like a consistent, uh, it's not consistently mixed, right? Yeah, it's just kind of how the person does it. At Pancheros, they use this like little spatula thing, so that you know it's all about the same stuff. They put the chicken or the steak or all that good stuff in, but then they take this like spatula thing, and then mix it all up, and then wrap the burrito. And every bite that you have is consistent. 
right? See, so there's there's not that giant bite of I don't know hot sauce or guac or uh, you know black beans or something. I will say I don't know the last time I got a burrito from from Chipotle because it's just so it's so. I will say this: you get a ton of food for your money. It's filling. But I usually go there for lunch, and I'm like, I can't have a burrito for lunch. Like, I'm that's it. I'm done. Burrito so bowl, buddy. Burrito bowl. I get the burrito. I do get the burrito bowl. Right. I think. Look, I think it's good. I, I'm not saying I don't like Chipotle. I just think for the people, there's people who are obsessed with Chipotle who get it like every day for lunch, and I'm like, eh, it's it's fine. It's good. It's it's just that's what I think. It's good. I, I think it's I think it's severely overrated. Not that it's bad. That just it's just got way too much love from certain individuals who like only eat Chipotle for lunch. That's all. I can understand when it's the only thing, but it is very good. It's 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 really good. What's but better from a from a fast Mexican place? I I will not. No, nothing. I I'm not saying right. that exactly. It's it's not a it's not a situation where I'm saying I don't like Chipotle. I just don't love Chipotle. Ah, anyway, let's get to DoorDash. DoorDash, DoorDash, DoorDash I, do, actually, I do love DoorDash because I never used DoorDash until the pandemic. And we used it for so many different places in town that I would never be able to get takeout from beforehand. I would never think of it. I love DoorDash. DoorDash is great. And we've counted on restaurants. You know, we used to do this thing, uh, especially in the beginning of uh, quarantine, that my wife and I would order dinner out every Saturday. We're normally cook at home people. But we would order dinner out every Saturday. So we've counted on the restaurants. Now they are counting on you, me, and you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. Hence why we used it all the time. Um, ordering is uh, – DoorDash is the app that brings the food you're craving right to your door. Like if you're a normal human being, Chipotle. <laughs> uh, ordering is easy. Open up the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat, and your food will uh, be left safely, safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting, which is very nice. You know, now I uh, I actually do it mainly because I don't want my dog to jump all over the person. So it's just like, just leave it at the step. I'll grab it. Thank you very much. Um, Which is, we did. So like when this all was exploded and, and less contact more than beginning, and that was amazing. Like we had a local pub that we love our, their burgers and wings from. Dr the driver would drop it at my door. I'd be eating that in my basement. I was like, you know what? The pandemic can go on forever. I'm good. <laughs> just keep right. delivering me my food. And I'm, just sit here. I'm good. Love DoorDash. Yeah. Love DoorDash. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners, front office features listeners, can get $5, $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. That's five dollars off your uh, five dollars off your and zero your order and zero uh, delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code BlueWire. So, download the code, download the app, enter the code BlueWire. You get five dollars off, no delivery fees. Don't forget that's code BlueWire for five dollars off your first order with DoorDash. So. We have something coming up this weekend, my friend, which just doesn't... We're, gamb we're gambling. Well, you and I are gambling. Yeah. We're going to make, make a bet. So the read is Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming up. Monday, fo Monday football is coming back as well. So <laughs> right. 
We have a giant Steelers game on the horizon. I think the Steelers are five and a half point favorites. The last time I checked, Ben's coming back. They should be a billion point favorites. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'll take those points. If you want to give me points, (laughs) I will take that. I will take those odds. But Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL with NFL Sunday TV. You can stream every live out of market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels never miss your favorite team and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFL Sunday TV is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFL Sunday TV and use promo code BLUEWIRE. Yeah, we talked about this. Red Zone make. That's amazing. Anyway, all right. So, what are we gambling on um, with with um, with the Steelers and the uh, and the Giants Monday night? Ben Roethlisberger is coming back. He's going. Steelers are going to go sixteen and zero. Ben Roethlisberger is going to throw for ten thousand yards and two hundred touchdowns. So, I should take him in my fantasy draft. You're saying that would, be, that would be a good one. You got the FSM fantasy draft tonight? Yes, I do. The FSM. It's the only. It's the only. It's the only traditional league I still do. I do mostly DraftKings because as life gets in the way, I don't have the time to be on top of every waiver wire pickup that you need, and I can't be yeah, in multiple right. leagues. I just can't do it. Um, and I do enjoy watching fantasy. Uh, fantasy Zone Red Channel. Uh, Red Zone. Fantasy Zone. Red Zone. So. It gives me a reason to have to watch that by having fantasy going on. But uh, yeah, fantasy football draft. Nothing like doing it the day before the opening day of football, which is tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, which is a good. So like we were talking before, like there's some. Well, before we get there, we do need a bet. We got to come up with a bet. I don't have the bet right now because I hate betting on the Giants because it usually lets me down. But I well, we have to do something fun. Your, uh, favorite bottle of booze. Ooh. My favorite bottle of booze. That's a loaded question. Right. So let's just do like a, a nice okay. bottle of booze. Yep. A nice Win- bottle of booze. Winner gets to choose their their pick. So I'm not getting points though, right? I'm not, I'm a big underdog no, here. Well, this is a straight win win loss thing. This is no points. Fine, fine. I'll get ready for another delivery. Are they, are they playing at? Um, no, it's it's in Pittsburgh, I think. Yo, then you're you, uh, two billion points. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in Pittsburgh because it's five, it was, five and a half point favorite for the Giants to be home would be crazy. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the internet knows that. Um, we got how? By the way, how bad of fans are we? We, we don't know. Uh, Honestly, though, but if you think about it, I can't Steelers, believe Steelers, Steelers at Giants. I oh, get the. Uh, wow. I, I thought that I thought it was at New York. Um, I, I get the Steelers app in my, uh, not Steelers app, the Steelers schedule in my calendar app. Uh, it what? says Steelers at Giants, MetLife Stadium. What one time is that game? Drive, uh, 7.15. All right, so it's the early one. Okay, great. Perfect. That means that means I'll be in bed by 9 o'clock when the Giants are losing by 20. So that's good. I, I might be in bed at 9 o'clock too, but I'll be up at like 11, well, I was going to say – you don't the time of day to you is irrelevant right now. This is what people don't realize until they have kids. It's all about three hour increments. There's no there's no two o'clock, there's no five o'clock. It's literally every three hours something happens and you have to be awake to make that something happen. Yeah. And the wives my wife has it worse because you know she's breastfeeding. She's the only one that can do it. I can't do nothing. 
See, I my wife did not, so I could do the bow. I had no excuse. I was up yep. in the doing the night feedings. Plenty of excuses for me. Kudos anyway. to you. But we were about to talk about some positive news. Well, uh, we did. We talked about the Steelers. Yes, the Steelers are going to win by a ten billion points. But the yep. ov- overall, I think. Look, we've had some ups and downs over the past couple of months. Some of the tone has been not the greatest because we are dealing with it on a daily basis. But I think the fact that NFL starts tomorrow yep. and they're going to try and NCAA football in some capacity is playing is a good thing from a long-term and short-term perspective that from our perspective, from a sports business side of things and jobs and opportunities for folks looking to break into the business or get a job back because the, the, the pool now is much higher because of the layoffs that did happen. Every time there's a game played, we're moving in the right direction. So tomorrow kickoff is a step in the right direction for us as a business. I agree. And I also think too, that with the NBA basically being the Eastern conference finals, the bubbles worked amazing hockey. The bubbles worked amazing. They're going to finish everything. Um, Baseball had its hiccups, but they're still playing every day, right? Baseball had its hiccups. The players, certain players weren't taking it seriously, right? And then they got them all on board. I still think they're trying to find a way to do the bubble for the playoffs. Not that we are going to have to worry about that, but uh, that would be interesting just to keep it as more confined. I think you'll see a lot of people tune into the MLB playoffs. This is the way the new settings are going to be in the new format. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, 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 if you would ask this three months ago, did we think baseball would finish and football would be starting? We'd say no. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, but also, too, not only from, uh, not only from the sports starting, but I've also seen a heck of a lot more jobs being posted. Right? It also seems like ah, uh, there's a little light at the end of the tunnel. I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to see it. Oh, for Which sure. Is great. I think Which is great. I, I think it's it's definitely some light at the end of the tunnel happening. I think organizations are more bullish on 2021 than they were a few weeks ago. And certain sports and industries and departments will do better than others, quite frankly. Uh, but there is some glimmer of hope. And I, it it's crazy. I still like I don't think I'll ever forget this vividly. The time that you and I were recording the podcast in March and the NBA players ran off the court. And yeah, was, we were watching it. We were watching it together and we were recording. And Rudy podcast. Gobert was like the touching every microphone. But I'll never forget that moment. And it seems like yesterday, kind of, which is odd because no, the time. To me, to me, I disagree with that. It feels like 17 years ago. But here's the thing about time right now. I feel like time is flying, but it's the days are slow, but the weeks are fast. Like there's no concept of time anymore. The fact that we're in September and the summer's over. I can't wrap my head around. And the fact that we're talking about March, it's it does. It's It seems like an eternity ago, but it also seems like it was yesterday that I was sitting here doing that. I don't know. It's weird. There's no concept of time. Anyway. Yeah. Can I – Can I, th- I think this is too where people are going to either – I think they're going to learn a big lesson uh, for people who are searching for jobs right now. When Rudy Gobert shut down the NBA uh, back in March, you and I – from this whole quarantine thing have talked about, you've got to network, you've got to reach out, you've got to talk to people, you've got to make sure that when this thing start, when you can start to see the light, that you've got to put yourself in a good space, right? In a better position. 
now these jobs are starting to post, but the pool is a hell of a lot deeper with candidates, right? There's so many more people because they've been furloughed. They've been laid off. They aren't in sports because the teams have let them go. But now that they slowly come back, the pool's a lot deeper. So if you've been doing your work in networking and talking to folks and ensuring that your name is rememberable, you've put yourself in a much better position now that we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think the lesson to be learned here is you're either going to say, yeah, without that, I would have not gotten this job. But if you didn't do it, then you're going to say like, man, I think I learned the lesson here that it's just not, you know, applying through teamwork online. To completely agree. Like we've, we've always told people like, take away the pandemic. If you wait to start networking and your senior year of college, it's too late. So yeah, you're effed. It's just, yeah, this, this is going to, this should be hopefully a learning curve for people that look, the patience game is key. Don't overreact too, too much to stay, stay the course. By the way, that's the hardest part to get through. It really is. Not only for people who are young starting their careers, but like, I don't know if you're going for a VP role somewhere and someone who is much more senior in their career, that patience thing is just as important. Doesn't because we say it doesn't mean that it's easy. You know, uh, there's a dating myself, but what else is new? There's a Jay Z line. I got no patience and I hate waiting. And, uh, I thoroughly agree with that. No, I, yeah. Sometimes even you and I have to sometimes put ourselves back into place and say, this too shall pass. Yeah, chill. Don't overreact. Stay the course. And you, the people who stay the course will be rewarded for doing so. And the people who overreact sometimes regret it in the long run. So there is definitely some positive movement in our industry. Uh, I can share some stuff on the NASCAR front. They've already looked at putting out next year's schedule, which is huge. PGA, uh, that Big Masters announcement of like that's gonna be like an amazing broadcast weekend of of golf coming up with football too, coinciding. We've never had that before, right? So something cool, new, unique. But uh, yeah, no, I think there's the Masters. By the way, is in November. From totally selfish, is always I love the Masters. Always, 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 it's opening weekend of baseball season for minor league baseball season. And I never get to watch it. So I would buy the master's app and I would have it on my iPad or on my, uh, somewhere on my computer screen, trying to watch like the featured group. Well, you know, watching Tiger Woods, you know, play 18 holes. Well, so I'm glad it's in November and I can just watch it. You can, you can sit there with Nolan and and introduce him to the game of golf. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be swinging pretty soon. Cause took, took Zach to the driving range. He and, and Emma, uh, starting the golf early, gotta get them early because I didn't start till I was later, which is probably why I had that slice for a while. But uh, yeah, the earlier you can introduce them to what you want them to do, you can just kind of trick them into thinking they like stuff that they don't. <laughs> right. We also heard uh, from people who have gotten jobs recently, right? Uh, Sarah Kendall. Shout out. I told her when she sent me that news uh, that she landed a full time role. That positive news is welcomed at all times. So we'd love to hear from you as well out there who have had any positive movement, whether it be internships, interviews, second interviews. We have some people on our side who are going through a process right now that are having some really good movement that they've earned, beyond earned. 
So yeah, no, I, I'm I'm uh, I'm on the positivity train right now. We would we want more positive stories that we can share, uh, and that would make us feel much better. And I'm sure people out there would love to hear some positive news to to put themselves sometimes back on track because it's 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 hard. Like I spend my days in my basement. And sometimes it gets lonely down here. So <laughs> positivity a, train, choo choo. Positivity train cannot hurt. I mean, having a baby, stuff like that. That's huge. That's positive, fun, good stuff. So send more good news our way. Positivity train, choo choo. How about that? You uh, you sound like a person who hasn't slept in about five days. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're delirious. I'm a lunatic. Uh, yeah. I, so, so, oh, so real quick, go ahead. Before yeah. we get it back to the sports thing, have you? Did you? Did you forget? Because everyone, you know how like people are like, oh, you totally black out from what happened with the first child to now the second child. Did you forget how lack of sleep there actually really is? Uh, yeah. I also, I don't think I forgot as much as like, I forgot that feeling like it's 3 a.m. and you're in a deep sleep and you get woken up by a scream. Like what that like, yep. what grogginess is like, like, what, where am I? What's going on? What is that thing yelling? And, uh, you like go up, but I have to say this. We've been home for two nights, Monday night and Tuesday night. Uh, and I get way more sleep at home than we do at the hospital because the hospital, there are nurses coming in to check vital signs of Amy and then vital signs of um, Nolan and then, you know, giving medication to my wife and, you know, doing hearing checks and heart checks and everything else and knock on wood. The most important part was, you know, everybody's healthy. Uh, and like, but I feel like a nurse or somebody's coming in like every three seconds. The biggest difference of this time was because of COVID, you before, like I was in the, they have a room uh, that after labor and delivery, you go up there and that's kind of the room that you hang out with for the, you know, two or three days, three or four days that you're there. Then, but during that time, like I could go downstairs, they have a cafe there. If I wanted to go home for a little bit, I could go home and come back. You could do that. I literally could not leave the, they call it a postpartum room. I could not leave the postpartum room. I could not walk up and down the halls. I could not go down to the cafe. I could not go down to the cafeteria. I could not put my foot in the hallway. I had to stay in the room and the room, no lie, is 10 by 10, maybe tiny, tiny, tiny room. Yeah. I was going to, is there, so there's no nursery? No nursery. Uh, no one was with us the entire time. Wow. Yeah. I'd much rather go home at that point because that's like no break and you're stuck in that room and you can't. Yeah. Stuck. No, you just can't sleep. No, no. That would be like, just send me home. <laughs> just send me home. Yeah. It's, it's, it was time to go. Um, so it's been nice just not to be in a 10 by 10 room. Um, but all in all, you know, healthy is the, the biggest thing. And um, this is a, po- a positivity podcast. And, uh, it's just, it's great. I'm, uh, I'm so thankful, um, you know, that this is, you know, maybe this is the end of the, this is the, this is the light at the end of the tunnel. So, um, we're, 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 we're getting there. The, so going back right now that you see these things, take me through this situation, Chris, the, you are, uh, you're whether either recently furloughed, you're just starting your career, wherever, and you see a job posted 
and you don't know that person, um, and you know that the the pool is deep of candidates, um, you don't know anyone at that organization, say, what's the first thing that you're doing if that's a job that you are interested in? You say, all right, I got to go apply for this job. I was let go. And now this is a new job that I think I would be good at. Uh, I don't know the person. Uh, I don't know the organization, but I want to apply for that job. The first thing someone should do is? Oh, for sure. Go find like who the hiring manager is and find out if anyone in your own network is connected to that person, right? Yep. Understanding who you have as an in versus just this cold outreach, because that would be my first thing. If I saw so-and-so was connected to someone I know and could say, could you make a warm intro for me? Would you recommend me ask for that help? Because that's the easiest way to start that process. And then from there, if not, I would do the application as it probably requests. And then here's where it gets tricky because sometimes they say, please do not contact directly. But if it doesn't, that's where I would go all in on it if it's something I really wanted and find a way to get to those people that I think are the ones that would be influenced by my outreach and get creative. And yeah. the ones that say, please don't contact me directly, I take as a challenge. Yeah, it's you got to get creative, okay. right? Like, I'm not going to contact you, but. I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows you. Yeah. And they'll reach out to you. That's but more, I didn't reach out to you directly. Correct. No, those are more to stop people from just over flooding in an inbox. Specifically, it depends on the type of role uh, and, the, and the level of role, right? Uh, but I would 100% do as much research on the person that would be hiring, the HR person, and also the head of the department. So if it's a, a marketing role and it's in there's a CMO at that company – Go listen to interviews, go list, go read articles, anything that they've put out there, use that information against them <laughs> in a good way <laughs> and, and send it right back. Like that's how you outreach is like, Hey, this is what I know you're looking for in terms of activations, promotions. I see this is where you have made your, Hey, this is how I feel like I could add value. Would love to have further dialogue about this position. And like that makes you separate yourself from the rest of the pack. That's just a standard resume that they look through and go, eh. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This is one of the things that you've got to do is um, is go find somebody who knows somebody there. And if someone in your network, there's some way to get there. And if you've worked at a good organization but had to um, either lay you off or furlough you due to the pandemic, I actually think that they're going to be more willing to help you because they didn't want to let you go anyway, right? So uh, I think they're gonna. There's more people out there now willing to help, in my opinion, than there was a year ago. Oh, I'd say for sure because I think everyone in their own right has faced their own challenges, so everyone is more empathetic to what's going on around them. So I don't think totally. that's. I think that's totally true. Right, 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 right. All right. Um, one of the things I've. Um, I think I my uh, my wife is telling me like it's time to uh, come help. So help. I think I've got to uh, I've got to bail. Uh, though uh, it is great to be back on the podcast. It is great um, to talk with you, and I'm so glad we had a positivity podcast uh, uh, today. This was this was wonderful. I, I look forward to getting back uh, back on track. Um, we've got you know you and I were talking earlier today. Uh, we've gotten some plan for some big things. It's now on us to execute them. Um, and as we continue to watch, uh, front office features grow, um, I feel, and I've told you this too, 
is, you know, with all the stuff that was going on in the ballpark, my wife being pregnant, sometimes I was like, you know, I, I don't know if I've got enough time to, uh, you know, give front office features as much time as I wanted, right? Because, you know, we're building a freaking new ballpark and I had a wife that's pregnant, but I feel now that like, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things that uh, I just, I love this podcast so much and I love our listeners and I love the feedback that we get. And I love it so much that, you know, I'm kind of in all, in all honesty, rejuvenated uh, to make, uh, to make our show uh, bigger and better. And especially with what the effort that we did um, with, uh, with bat man, like, we're on our way. Cause we're like a year into this. Uh, we're approaching a hundred episodes. Like I'm, I'm like more fired up about front office features and the future of front office features. than I have been, uh, in a long time. That's crazy. Not a long to say. Time, but it's just recently a hundred episodes. That's crazy. A hundred episodes, man. I, know. Episodes. We're, we're, I think this is nine. I think this is 96 ish. So I can't believe that's, that's unbelievable. But there's nothing like brainstorming at 3 a.m. during a feeding, my friend. So I'm sure you're getting a lot of great <laughs> ideas while you're up doing that. Because make sure you're reading down. Because I always did that, and I'm like, I never remembered. So I always had my phone out, and I was like taking notes because I'm like, oh, that would be good. That would be good. That's a good I idea. Fired off more emails and looked probably looked like that hardo when I was up with Emma at those times, like on work emails responding to stuff. People are like, why is this person emailing me at 3:30 in the morning? But <laughs> it wasn't like, hey, I need to respond to me right now. It's just like I'm awake, so I'm going to do something because I'm bored. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know, man, I feel great about where front office features is going. Uh, I feel great, uh, about, uh, where sports, uh, is going. I, I feel great about where sports business is going. Um, a lot of positivity, um, the positivity podcast, I think, um, was a good one for, for was a good one for today. Uh, and, uh, I look forward to jumping on and talking to you again. Uh, obviously we'll talk in like 10 minutes, but, uh, I, I look forward to jumping on and recording again next week. Well, before you go, before we yeah. go, oh, we, yeah. we do we do have one more blue wire thing to do. Yes, because the wait is finally over. The Steelers are back, and they're going to win sixteen. They're going to go sixteen and zero, and then win every playoff game. Well, just like you and I placed a bet, you can do the same thing with Bet Online. You can. Uh, you might not be at a game this year, uh, but you can. Still be there in on the action uh, in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going to the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads, the Steelers Giants is somewhere at a billion billion and a half, <laughs> uh, and totals. <laughs> to- I want odds. Then I want odds. It's not fair. I get two bottles for your one. <laughs> no, 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 no odds. This is just a good, you know, healthy our fanhood uh, bets because you lose your fanhood a lot when you work in sports for a long time, but we have not lost our fanhood for the Steelers and the Giants. So uh, from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. That's one of the things I really like doing is betting on like things that I normally wouldn't care about. Like the Steelers I care about a lot about, but like 
uh, I don't know, take the Tennessee Indianapolis over under in middle of October. Why would I ever care about any of that stuff? But if you put a little bit of money on it, you go, I'm really interested in that. It makes it much more exciting. I agree. That's why they're killing it. That's why everybody's raking it in. <laughs> That's great. That's great. All right, my friend. Um, this was a lot of fun. Kudos again. Um, Congratulations. Go enjoy yeah. your baby. I'm going to. Uh, I shall. I shall. I shall. Talk to you soon. Later. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.